Hey guys, hope you're all doing super duper well. Um, quick thing, as always, before we get into the podcast, November and December will be remarkable. We're going to host two fantastic, remarkable, outstanding um, online sessions. First of all, 25th November. For the first time ever, we are hosting a online future fuel app where we talk about um, the future of operational fuel management in the airline industry. Um, already more than 100 experts from airlines um, registered. Um, we have people from Lufthansa as speakers. We have people from other airlines as speakers. Of course, we'll also do a speech and a lot of room for discussion. So head over to LinkedIn, head over to Facebook, search for Future Fuel Lab and make sure to join that outstanding um, conference 25th of November. And one more thing, um, 2nd of December, we will have a special edition of our AWOL product update. Also a online event, um, search for AWOL product update and make sure to join that too. We, will, we, are going to, um, we are going to launch a bunch of fantastic new features to our product, so make sure you don't miss that. And now let's get into the podcast. To our fourth episode of Refuel, the web show that is talking about nothing else but digital fuel management. Uh, here we have our the, the newest part of our inventory, let's call it. <laughs> ben is here again uh, to talk about the next topic we want to cover today. Um, today, to give you a little recap, a recap of what we talked about in the last episode. So, uh, first in the first episode, we gave you an introduction of, uh, we call it, what the hell is this all about. Then we talked about the advantages of our presented uh, idea. And in the last episode, we um, went into, into detail about the advantages such a, such a solution can have in the times of COVID-19, especially talking about cost savings and uh, limiting personal interactions. So basically, we have a good setup for now. Yep. But now you're probably thinking, well, it sounds nice, but how do you do that? So today, our top and the, the to topic of today's show is going to be okay. How can you implement a solution mm -hmm. to um, to um, to make use of all the advantages we okay. presented in the last two episodes? Okay. So that's makes sense. That's the idea of today. We're we're gonna um, pick an example airline. Let's call it ID Airline for, for, for today. And we're going to um, talk through their process, process of how to set that up. Mm -hmm. um, of course, it should be uh, universally applicable what we talk about <laughs> now, and we're trying to do that as good as possible. So, ID Airline, they heard all of what we talked about. The, the famous one. The, 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 fa the famous ID Airline. Right. Um, and they heard everything we talked about in the last mm. couple of episodes and now they're thinking oh come on guys sounds amazing how do we do it right now all right so what would be the first step they need to do would it, would it be an external step an internal where, where, where mm -hmm. do they start so all right i think that the first 
And an actually most important step is to, to have a look um, on the systems you're using right now. Um, you remember that when we talked about the process, it is about sending fuel orders, it is about receiving um, the fuel slips and stuff like that. And as I said, the most important step is what systems are you using right now? Because you are already probably sending fuel orders, probably not, probably it's done verbally, yeah. probably not. Um, but definitely you have some systems um, where you calculate the amount of fuel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Either some airlines use a um, solution on their um, EFB, electronic flight bag, mm -hmm. pilot is doing that. Um, some common systems are, for example, Lido, uh, the flight planning system yeah. where you calculate the, the fuel amount. And so the first step would be what systems are you using? And here the important part starts, are those systems capable of sending out the required messages? Of course, so you need some kind of interface to communicate to the outside. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. yes. Okay. And the, I think that the biggest, I wouldn't call it issue, but the, 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 the decision an airline has to take is, um, are the systems you're using are able to communicate with the available hubs or do you need to do some modifications, adjustments, mm -hmm. whatever it might be, in order to um, have a, a format of, of messages you can send out and um, communicate with the, with, the, yeah. um, with the hubs? Yeah, exactly. You know, that, that, that really ties back into what we said, I think, in the second episode, that um, the idea we're presenting is focused on finalizing the digitalization of the fueling process. Exactly. Connecting airlines and um, and fueler mm -hmm. and fuelers. So, as you said, the airlines already have most of, well, all of them have all some them. kind of IT system in place that is yep. concerned with handling fuel orders in one way or another. So those are the systems you're talking about. So now they now just need a way to communicate to the outside. Exactly. Yeah, and. I think we, we, we talked about that as well, about the, um, the, the mode of communication, of course. Mm -hmm. So some system might, might use a proprietary scheme. Exactly. Might, some might already use some kind of standardized um, scheme like ADIX from, from, from Yata right. or something right. else. Um, what, what would make it a lot easier to connect to one of the hub solutions out there. Yeah. I think most of the hub solutions I know, um, our own solution, but other other solutions yeah. are are based on this IATA standard, the, yeah. the AIDX. Um, that makes it much much easier. Um, of course. Nonetheless, if you are or if the ID airline is using a system that is not ADX um, compatible, it is not that big deal to change that because exactly. the the information you exchange or the information you need are there. That's just that. about a, a data format you have to to adapt. It's yeah. In, in, in from, from experience, sometimes it's uh, some kind of mapping is needed. Yeah. So, so you know, you have that outface, outgoing um, interface, and you need to establish a, 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 a transformation, a mapping exactly. from your exactly. proprietary screen scheme to uh, the standardized scheme that is used by yeah. the outside world. Yes. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. It's just something which has to be done. But we are not talking yeah. about um, years and months to do that. No, 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 no. We, we, we know that from experience. Yeah. As you said, all the information is on there. Exactly. Fueling is uh, more or less the same everywhere. I think most of the most of the airlines are using quite common systems mm -hmm. in, in that context. Yeah. Lido, as I mean, is one of the, exactly. I wouldn't call it standard, but a lot of airlines are using it. Sabre, for example, another standard. And they are capable of, of uh, using the, the IATA standard. So. Mm -hmm. For most airlines, um, let's assume ID Airline is also using Leader or Sabre. Um, yeah. Therefore, it they're, they're of course an industry leading 
and of I saw course, it. they're using it. Um, so okay, so then we covered everything in, uh, on the inside mm -hmm. of the airline. So now, of course, there are two sides of the party to, to the party. Yep. So then, of course, we need to go to the fuelers, talk to them, and um, see what kind of system they're using. Ba basically, it, it's the same same uh, same thing over and over again. Right. So you need uh, so you need to talk to your fuelers at different airports. What kind of system are you using? Are you able to communicate to the outside? Yep. What kind of scheme are you using? Are you able to um, uh, to connect to industry um, to communication hubs that are already established right. in the industry? Right. Same, same thing. Procedure. Same procedure. And and here again, I think you you have the um, some big players like like BP, like Shell. Um, yeah. They are of course capable of communicating with uh, based on the IATA standard. Yeah. Um, if you are using some specific smaller fuel at certain airports, certain airports that, they that, might that have sometimes to. is the problem where where there's one yep. fuel at a smaller airport you may be flying to that they're maybe using a proprietary system and then right. a little more adjustment is, yep. uh, is needed here but yeah. in it, general it, it really always depends on the airport and which fuel provider are using at that specific airport. airport. Okay. Good. So from there we have both sides covered. Right. So <laughs> we need something, as we said, to connect it. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, as we already mentioned, so there are established solutions in the mm -hmm. industry that are that are facilitating the communication mm -hmm. in using that um, standardized scheme. Yeah, maybe something else mm -hmm. um, to let airlines and fuelers communicate with each other mm -hmm. to completely erase any uh, verbal. Um, verbal interaction, personal interactions, and uh, yeah, paper-based receipts and everything. Yeah. So it's all it gets routed through through those hubs, mm -hmm. and uh, so you have a great data quality. You have no personal interaction, and you have everything. You have everything you want in a fully digitalized process. Yeah, everything um, we want here at IBM. Exactly, exactly. So so that that's your goal. That's yeah. what you want, yeah. especially in those times. <laughs> um, so from there. You basically have the the um, the choice. Mm -hmm. Would you rather go for a, um, a solution you develop yourself, mm -hmm. or would you rather go for a um, established industry solution? Mm -hmm. Maybe you know some airlines today might still say, but we totally not recommend doing that. Going for a own solution because it takes so much time. It takes effort. Yeah, and um, I, I would say it's it's um, it depends on the goals the airline has, and, and yeah. actually on two things. First of all, um, and we, we hear that quite often from 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 airlines when we talk to them on their IT, let's say IT strategy. Mm -hmm. Are they um, yeah. focusing on, on on standard products? They are happy to to oh, go yeah. to the market buy a standard product. Product, you utilize it, have the support and everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But there are also airlines who want to do it themselves. Yeah. Um, they want to develop everything in house. Um, this one um, decision they have to make. The other decision, I think, this even more important beside this IT aspect. Yeah. Um, if you are planning to use this approach at as many airports as possible, I would. Um, highly recommend to go for a standard product. 
because that would mean that you have to do the work as an airline mm -hmm. to connect each and every single airport where you want to use it. Mm -hmm. If you're only going for one airport because you have a, a huge hub and 50% of your, your traffic is at the hub. You have your own ideas on how to work, Brilliant. how it should work. Exactly, you just have Maybe. to connect that one airport, yeah. it could make sense. Yeah. But I think that the, the real benefits of, of a digital fueling process starts with the more airports you can use that. Yeah. And immediately. Immediately, yeah. right. And, and I think the, the, the big advantage of the, the, the market solution is they, they bring a huge network. Yeah. Um, you connect your airline to that, to that hub and immediately you can use it on airport A, B, C, D, E, F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so, on. so, so you, you, you connect yourself and you join the network. That, exactly. That's, that's it's, the main it's, idea of using yeah. an industry solution. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's no longer about developing an IT solution. Yeah. It's about joining a, a, an available network and you, you just have to connect your system and utilizing it and that's it and that's it yeah and as you said you know for from experience you know um, that more and more airlines are now moving away from those proprietary in-house yeah. solutions towards a more market uh, yeah. market focused uh, yeah. approach right right so yeah. the, the, the advantage it makes sense, it makes sense because the, the, yeah. the advantages just just grow the more airlines are connected to that, to yeah. that hub Definitely. the more airports are connected and every airline can make use of any airport that is connected by another airline. So you the don't have to do the all the effect. work, the network effect. Otherwise, go, yeah. if you go for a no solution, you have to do the work on your own at every airport. Yeah. And you maybe, can do yeah. that. And maybe next time, you know, another member of the, uh, of, the, of the network is doing something, connecting another airport. So it's part of the network already and you can usually right. utilize it as well. Right. And I think additionally, one thing um, airlines have to bear in mind is um, sometimes it's not that easy to connect a fuel provider at an airport if you're only operating two or three flights a day because you just have, how to call it, the, the power to convince the fuel provider. Yeah. Um, the leverage. The leverage, right. Yeah. Um, but probably another airline who is also part of the network has the leverage at that airport because they have 100 flights or exactly. more. Yeah. So again, the network effect is just... Um, so you can also cooperate within the network to, to expand it even further. Yeah. That's, that's the main idea. I think for, in, in that area, it is not about competition. Yeah. Um, it's just more about getting things Making, done together, yeah. especially in those times uh, of COVID-19 where everybody wants to save money yeah. and wants to get more efficient. And then we can do it together to save even more money. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Great. So thank you for those insights because, you know, now I, I, I might want to stop here right now because I think that network idea mm -hmm. is something that deserves a Definitely. whole, uh, yeah. a whole yeah. episode of refuel. Absolutely. So we might save the, like, the bits and pieces of Sorry that. Sorry for digging into No, no, it, it's, it's all good because it's, uh, it's, it's a nice sneak, uh, sneak preview mm -hmm. for, uh, for what's, what will come in two weeks' time. Right. Um, so for now, we're, we're going to stop here. Um, Maybe one what thing you, that, one, that one comes thing, into my mind. Another thing to add. Okay. No, no, I, don't, I, add, I add a question because I, okay. I can imagine that um, people who are watching that show, um, people from airlines who are watching that show, um, also have the question, if they go for a market solution, how long does such a process take? They're not going to develop it on their own, but just go out. Mm -hmm. take more. What is your experience with, with that? Of course, we you yeah. can just talk based on our product, but I guess it's not that different. It's, not, it's not different because um, yeah, the, 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 the idea behind, it, behind the system is very much the same. So we, we know that, uh, we all know that doing an in-house development can take half a year, a year, maybe longer with everything included. It, it takes a lot of time yeah. because other projects are more, more relevant. And uh, yeah, so it's, it, it is 
time consuming, mm -hmm. at least. Let's oh, say. Yeah. yeah. So, but if we look at the at the um, at the industry um, solutions that are out there, talking about our product for now um, only, um, we know that. Um, Let's say we're currently in an implementation project uh, with an airline and a fueler in uh, Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So this project started two weeks ago um, with, uh, with the airline and the fueler, and uh, we're already so close to, uh, okay. to, 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 complete, to completion because you know okay. the airline was a member of the, of the network already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we, we did all the customization and configurations there, and that is done. And now we're talking to the fueler. To their fueler, yeah, yeah, and uh, so we, there we basically just need to um, do that. What we talked, do what we talked about at the beginning, um, do the mapping and connecting their system to our mm -hmm. to to the hub. So okay. that that's everything we need to do. But the airline doesn't have to do anything in that case. It, they we just have to, to wait. No, they really at the moment they just have to wait. All right, till the, till the fueler is ready and sending over the messages, and then we need a little configuration and maybe All a right. week. Of testing or a few days, right. and everything is set up, because then we we just we simply need to configure <laughs> who's going to receive which message. Yeah, so that's really a question of weeks. Few, it is few weeks, weeks, you know, and and I think that's the most important takeaway. We're not talking about months and years anymore. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about weeks, and that's 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 the point. Especially when, yeah. when you think about the, the last episode where we talked about COVID, um, you, you don't want to to, to wait exactly. three, four, five, six months or a year. Um, you want to do something right now, yeah. Um, and okay. yeah, and, and and to add on that, even connecting the airline mm -hmm. itself mm -hmm. was a job that was done in under a month. All right, yeah, okay. that's really quick. so. So they they, they it just, just just for reference, let's say. Mm -hmm. So it's from now on we're talking about weeks, all right, and no longer about months and years. So that's maybe another definitely much faster than uh, developing something in house. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So, um, so with that, we uh, we will end today's episode of Refuel. And um, as I said already, we want to pick up on that network idea mm -hmm. and, the, cool. and maybe even on the, on the implementation side as well in the next episode. Um, but for now, thank you very much for listening again to our fourth episode of Refuel. And uh, we will keep you updated about every uh, of about any uh, updates on social media. So please follow us. Um, Maybe put some, uh, put, some, put some of your words in the comments. Let us know what you think. And until then, thank you, Ben, for being here again. Pleasure and as always. See you guys in the next episode. Hey, guys. Podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for Information Design 1. The word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.